Welcome to another Pastor and His People. I'm Pastor Dave King. Today, I have the great privilege to be with Miss Jenny Schellenberger. Jenny, how are you? I'm great. Uh, wonderful. Well, uh, Jenny is our children's director here at Park Baptist Church, and we get a chance to talk to her a little bit about uh, her story. Uh, Jenny, first of all, where are you from? From Rock Hill. From I'm a Rock, native. Native Rock Hillian. Not many of those these days. No. Um, now, you have a twin. I do. Um, uh, Aaron. Um, Aaron. Aaron. Um, uh, and then your sister, uh, Ellen, is a member of this church as well? Yes. Uh, now, first of all, how did you come to faith in Christ? I grew up in a Christian home, uh, went to church faithfully, and um, was presented with the gospel um, pretty regularly, but at 12 years old was really set, told or asked, say, hey, do you want this to be a part of your life? Um, and I said yes, and so was baptized um, there in the Free Will Baptist Church, so I guess that's legit here. <laughs> and... Um, just been walking with the Lord since. I don't remember a time not ever knowing the Lord. So. Uh, you played uh, softball in high school? I did. Did you enjoy it? Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, so where'd you go to college? Winthrop University, so I remained local. And you were uh, involved in the then Baptist Student Union? Yeah, the BSU. The BSU, which is now uh, the Baptist Collegiate Ministry, much yeah. cooler than the BSU. Mm -hmm. Maybe, depending on who you, know, <laughs> who you ask. Yeah. Uh, so you, you finished uh, uh, college. What did you go to college for? Studied music, minored in Spanish. Don't use either one really too much right now. That's not true, guys. Could use the Spanish. Jenny um, uh, plays the baby tuba. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> sorry, sorry, what's it called? French horn. The French horn, French horn. Um, and do you see what you just said on the, on, on the podcast that she minored in Spanish? Yes. Okay, so you better be able to use that from now on. Google Translate's great. <laughs> All right, so you obviously aren't using that now, and... You didn't use it immediately after uh, college. You went to seminary. Seminary. Why? Why saw seminary? Um, study missions. So I got a great education there that I'm using that I do use here. Yeah, so. I mean it's it's phenomenal for your your love for missions um, has kind of woven into all our children's cur curriculum. It's been very clear passion of yours, um, and that's where you met uh, your husband, Bobby Schellenberger. Yep, church history. Church history. Um, yeah. And you have been married for how many years? We have been married, put me on the spot, how long have we been married? It's going to be a long time. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a long time. 18 years. 18 years. years. Normally, I don't ask specific dates like that, especially if Bobby was in the room. I would yes. ask him like to name the ages of all his children. And I could do that. You, you could probably do that pretty easily. i give you a harder one. Um, all right, so how did you come to Park Baptist Church? Uh, okay, so we lived in Wake Forest um, after we got married, and um, Bobby was up there teaching, and we had started a family, had two kids, and we realized... We wanted to be closer to family, some family. Um, we could go to Florida, be near his family, or come back to South Carolina, be near my family. And so um, Bobby, in his wisdom, said I can move closer <laughs> to my family. Wise <laughs> so, move, yes, Schellenberger. Yeah. yeah. So it took us a while. We looked around um, for different churches. Didn't go back to the church that I was at originally when I was here. Um, and just took us a while. So we ended up, we, I remember this church actually from a previous several pastors ago and came here as a BSU student to do a Disciple Now weekend. And I remembered it. So we came, saw different pastors and different people, but liked it. Yeah. And you have, um, you've, have you always wanted to kind of maybe be part of a little bit smaller church at first to kind of use your, your, your gifts and your skills to serve that church? We were actually looking for a big church because that's what we had been used to and kind of got immersed in all the programs that were involved there. Um, so that's what we were looking for, but we didn't end up there. Park was small when we got here. 
a small. So uh, I came here as a pastor in 2012, right? Bobby was on the search committee. Um, and now we are in 2020 and the church looks very... 2021? 2021. 2021. <laughs> My goodness. See, 2020 just has never ended. That's why, <laughs> that's why I felt like that. Um, how have you seen the, the, the Lord move uh, in the life of this church over the last, you know, 13 years now that you've been a member here? Well, I think one of the first things we noticed when we moved here was the lack of generations in the church. They're just like there weren't many children. There weren't even many um, um, middle-aged folks as far as young families. We were um, one of the few. So a lot of prayer went into that on our part to, to really open up the church generationally. And uh, so that's been great to see. We For a long time, we didn't have a lot of the older folks, uh, not so much the older folks are senior saints, but like grandparents, that would be like my parents' age. And can, we, I, can I stop you for right there? Because I think yes. that, you know, one of the one of the blessings that um, as a pastor, I, I think about often is that I, as a pastor and we as a church get to bear the fruit of prayers of the saints from years past, right? And just hearing you yeah. say that we prayed and prayed that God would give us generations and we've been able to, to bear that fruit here. So, so praise yeah. God for that faith, the faithfulness of God's saints to pray. So go ahead. It's amazing to see the, the, the folks that came. Um, we really wanted to see more of the next generation beyond us here as well because we, that was a very big missing gap. And, and we've got that now. Not only are they here, but they're, they're uh, strong, faithful uh, members of the church. Um, so that's been great to see. Uh, I think a lot of the fruit of that's coming from the preaching and the Bible teaching that's happening. So it's been great. So... Um, why why is, should someone want to work with children? Like you, you're, you're the children's director, right? right? So why would you, okay, here's your pitch. If anyone listens to this, why should you want to work with children? Little known secret of mine is that children are so great because you automatically know more than they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done, well done. Yes. So even if you feel like you're still a new believer, um, you know how to, you, you probably, or you have the resources to be able to understand the scriptures better than kids. Kids are sponges. They will take and run with it um, and grow. I'm grateful for the kids here. Grateful for all our teachers here at the church. They, um, they really have a heart for it. So... Uh, yeah, one of the things I love about you, Jenny, is that you um, you love to teach, right? You love to teach God's God's word, and you took a took a lot of preparation to do that. Um, I, I was re-listening to, to John David's uh, first pastor his people way back when, and he said, "Miss Jenny makes charts," and I like the chart. Yeah. I like the charts. And if anyone's been in Miss Jenny's class, you have seen charts. College girls Bible study, they they, they saw some charts too. Um, uh, but you, one of the things that we've always been praying for in terms of our own children's ministry here in the life of the church is that we don't just want teachers. We don't just want people to fill a role as a teacher. We want people to love to teach, to love their children, right? So they can pass on the truth of God's word uh, to their kids. And I am so grateful that we have gotten so many teachers who not just love to teach God's word, but love to teach children and have their passing their lives on to them. Uh, it's been really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see teachers coming in, um, even just for our twos and threes class, coming in heavily prepared to teach these little bitty ones about it. And then all the way up. Uh, our fifth grade teachers are sending out texts to parents to remind them of what they're learning that week and uh, encouraging them. Um, this has been great. Just really, really appreciate all those those volunteers. Yeah, and I'm 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 so grateful uh, over these past year. Uh, you know, obviously with the midst of COVID and revamping our whole entire children's ministry, 
God has just given us tremendous favor and has raised up new volunteers exactly when we needed them. And, you know, we were one of the early churches, at least in our area, that had children's ministry and God, you know, gave us a great summer outside and then uh, back here. So it's been, the, Lord, the Lord has been very kind to us uh, in caring for our kids. And several of them are, are lining up to get baptized, yes. uh, which is really exciting. Uh, so you also, um, for a couple of years, uh, three years, I believe, uh, taught the college girls uh, Bible study, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, that was a great time. Um, it was a little bit different than teaching kids, but not. Um, so a lot more preparation. Because you know more than them? <laughs> no, I don't. I, they would throw questions, curveballs, and be crazy. Um, a lot of it's the same in that I feel like you can never understand the Bible completely. Um, so just still a lot more preparation, though. Um, they still enjoyed all the aspects of, like, visual aids and all that. Don't I never discount that. Um, but it was great because um, the funny thing is um, some of those girls that are that were in the first round um, that I taught um, are putting their kids in the nursery now. Here, I just made new tags today for the Olivers and just to have oh. to have it's like, it's like grandbabies are yeah. <laughs> coming into the nursery. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. And it's amazing when you when you're at a church for a long time, you get the chance to see that. Right. Yes. And I think that. You know, so much of I see of, of the American culture is maybe a lack of stick to right? People don't always stick to things. They kind of give up on things quickly. And, you know, you easily could have done that here, right? Just not seeing growth, not seeing generations. But thank God that you did not, right? Um, maybe just a word for uh, to someone who may be thinking, okay, you know, whoever listens to this podcast, wherever they listen to it, all five mm-hmm. of you, right, um, who listen, um, maybe a word to stick it out. What would you say? I mean, yeah, there were times when we were a little frustrated. There were times that we were like, is this really, do we, do we stay here before you came? To, um, um, but I think we've always been loyal people, and God has always been loyal to us and um, mm. trusting us. And so we just pray that um, when we did that, that when we were praying through all those decisions, we realized there's no point in leaving and um we, there were people here that we loved. We wanted to continue to invest in them. And so, and we prayed. And so like, like you said earlier, just seeing the fruit of those prayers, it might take years, but uh, it's been pretty precious to see. Yeah. One of the, the blessings that, uh, that you get as a pastor is you get to see uh, families develop sweet relationships with other families. And I've seen your family kind of build some sweet relationships over the years. You know, I know that you got really close with uh, Olin and Louise Hollis and just kind of seeing that relationship um, develop. And, you know, th- like you said, I just asked you outside, you know, what's the favorite thing about Park Baptist Church? The people, right? After the preaching. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's, it's, it's the people, right? It's the yeah, people well, that you you're love. A person too. I'm a person too. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. Um, we're family, right? You, you kind of get to build those sweet relationships. It's been a real, real, real blessing thing to see. Um, so we recently merged uh, with Silly Day of Gloria, mm-hmm. and we've had uh, English and Spanish speakers in part of our children's ministry. How has that kind of strengthened our, our, our children's and student ministry uh, here at the church? Uh, well, it's been, well, number one, it's more people, more diversity, more um, uh, viewpoints, I think, especially when you get a little bit older in the youth. Uh, as far as the kids go, it's been um, it's been a stretch for some of our teachers because they're learning Spanish phrases in, in our younger, younger classes. So we've got Spanish up on the walls for these little ones that were coming in and didn't know English. But that even that's improved. They're all, they know us now. They're enjoying coming to church. Um, so it's been good. I, I know some, some folks are practicing their Spanish 
and then some are just getting by. <laughs> and but, you're going to be practicing more and more Spanish as the day goes on. I am. That's right. Um, all right. So tell me a little bit about. Uh, I kind of, kind of, I just kind of skipped it over this whole part of your life, right? You uh, went to seminary for missions, but you have been on lots of mission trips in your life, right? I so have. maybe just maybe share a few uh, of the mission trips you've done and what you enjoy about them. Okay. Well, I've been doing missions since high school. Um, local mission, or not local, but um, North American missions. Okay. Uh, so World Changers loved it. Did that a couple years. You went um, to Kentucky, is that right? I went to Arkansas. And then went to uh, Georgia. So did that. And then when I was in college, because I did stay local and went to Winthrop University, um, I didn't feel bad about then going away all during the summers. Um, so I was home with my family. And so I would go. I went to Colorado on missions um, in the summertime. And then um, worked at a camp and conference center. Loved that. And so then I worked at a camp and conference center as well for the, a couple more summers at different places. Um, but then when I got to seminary, I was able to do my first international mission trips. So I've been to China um, and, and Laos and Thailand, and those were really great. Just those were those were supposed to be uh, mainly backpacking trips of distribution, drop, dropping off literature. Um, end up doing discipleship, which is really cool. Uh, still pray for Rose, the girl I discipled in China, um, and hoping she's doing well and staying true to the gospel. Um, and then been to Europe as well. So great trips. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to ask uh, Miss Jenny Schellenberger uh, one, about one of her trips. But you can't just say, tell me about one of your trips. You actually have to say the name of the country she went to, just to see if you're listening to this podcast. Okay, uh, I can throw out a couple more. Okay, you. throw out a couple more. All right. So you could ask me about Slovenia. You could ask me about Turkey as well. So Good. You uh, you're probably hearing the church bells in the background here on the podcast it's because it's five o'clock at the church. This is what yes. we do. We, we spread the, the gospel through song all to our neighborhood, um, <laughs> instrumentally. <laughs> um, okay, quick plug, right? You're in, you're talking to a college student, right? And you want to make encourage them to go to the nations, right? What would you say? Go. <laughs> the church gives opportunities to go uh, as groups, so go. Um, uh, the BSU gives opportunities. BCM, sorry, Jack. Yes, yes. BCM gives opportunities to go, so I'd say go. I mean, there's nothing nothing that's going to be too big for you, I think, if you're just going for a week uh, on a small mission trip. Um, and then I know we've got girls here that are going to be looking to be journeymen. I love that. Isn't just, that great? That's a great, yeah. One of, the, one, of the, one of the Sundays that I still remember that brings me to tears just thinking about is when we called up all the folks who were going overseas. Yeah. And... Um, you know, that was you were, you were included in that trip because you were going to Turkey uh, to serve with the IMB. And uh, my goodness, it was just made me weep, right? So many of our folks just loving the Lord, wanting to go to the nations. I bring that up specifically because this coming Sunday, we're thinking about Third John, about serving uh, and sending out workers into the harvest field in a manner worthy of God. Right? And you can go to the nations here in America, too. Think about Annabeth, and she went down to Atlanta and served refugees in uh, different languages and culture right there. Which is pretty cool. Oh, man. Uh, well, anything specifically we could be praying for you and your family about? Um, for us and me and my family. Well, I mean, I'm a homeschooler as well as the, the job here. and Homeschool teacher or homeschool? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I, I teach my kids. <laughs> yes. So teach, that's that's gonna be challenging. So we pray pray through that. Just pray um, as Bobby's finishing up the school year. Um, it's been a long year, and it's still not even won't be done until after the end of June. Um, for so diligence there, and um, 
we're all going to be done with school well before he will. Yes, yes. It's going to be a long year for teachers. Um, well, I just want to say thank you for your tireless labor here in Park Baptist Church, right? You have done tremendous work among our kids. And uh, I know, you may not know this, but I know that um, what you're doing and how you're leading our children's ministry will reap eternal fruit for generations, right? Now we pray that our kids come to Christ at an early age, and then they teach the gospel to their children and to their great their children's children, right? We pray that, that uh, our children's children would hope in God, right? So thank you for your faithful labor. Let's, let's have a word of prayer. Uh, Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy uh, in Jenny's life. God, we pray that you would just uh, strengthen her for the task of raising your kids and, and homeschooling them. We pray, God, that you give her uh, strength and patience and all that you all that she needs to, to finish that task. We pray for Bobby as he's continuing to finish out the school year. God, we pray that you would give him a steadfast perseverance to do it with uh, with honor in your, in your name. Lord, we thank you for Jenny and all that she does in the life of our church. We pray, God, that you would raise up many more uh, folks like her. Uh, who have a heart and a passion for the nations, your gospel, and the local church. Uh, we love you, Lord, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.